Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Cheers to the new year from our friends at Manscaped, because your resolutions shouldn't be the only things that are well kept this year. And 2024 is the time for new heights, new opportunities, and a new look for your Times Square balls. Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheap coat to look good, feel good, and turn the page on confidence this year. Whether you're looking to maintain a trim or go for that clean shave and look, this trimmer has you covered. Trusted by over 10 million men worldwide, now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code FRATCHAT for 20% off plus free shipping. Happy New Year or Happy New Balls from Manscaped. And we are recording. Nice. I'm ready. I'm I was a little distracted with work. Say, yeah, no, should I call you Signor Mori? Buongiorno. All the time. I think I'm the only one that answers. Yeah, it sounds like it. To be fair, if they called me on Saturday, I would not answer. It's like a dick. <laughs> so, I feel bad because I'm a better that person calling and no one answers. I'm like, oh, I've got people in front of me like with their credit cards ready to make a purchase. Oof. Oof. Well. At least sounds like you can get someone fired. So on that note, we're going to do this in uh, a three, a two, a one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dude, Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Fragile Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Sebo Moore. Let's go, Mr. Moore. What's up, man? I um I just got back from the gym and I did not have a workout. There was no room. <laughs> There's no room for me. Those goddamn resolutioners. Were you oh, at the gym today? I, uh, I was gonna go myself, and then I checked my uh, Planet Fitness meter, which. You know, people say what you want about Planet Fitness, but they have a sweet app where it tells you a little meter right there how full the gym is before you waste your time to go. And that meter is popping. That shit is ding, 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 linging. Like when they check SEMO for an STD test. Like, yeah. beep, beep, beep. <laughs> we have we have found patient zero. Um, That's right. <laughs> uh, do you and Julie work out together? We'll go to the gym together, but we do our own shit. Like she has her workouts, and and I go do my meathead shit over there. Because because she lives like I mean her workouts are intense. I'm not gonna lie, she does these crazy good workouts, which is how she's gotten in such good shape. Um, but it's more like body weight stuff, doing lots of it. Meanwhile, I'm in there like pumping iron, brother. <laughs> pumping iron, you know? brother. I'm doing the shit that makes my joints hurt. <laughs> Literally wear an elbow brace now because I have like elbow like uh carpal tunnel of the elbow it's called something different but 
<laughs> is it, it's is it basically great. just um uh golfer's elbow or tennis elbow yeah tennis elbow essentially but i don't play i tennis. get tennis just elbow for, really bad the repetitive movement of the of the bench brother but you know i, I just like i like those workouts i like like the hulk hogan shit <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> made him need eight back surgeries. <laughs> I um, I, I'm really a creature of habit, and I like to do my routine in a particular sequence. Like for example, yeah. I like to start my day off with the bench press because I know I can lift yeah. more. But if I do a whole like routine and then I end with a bench press, then I don't feel as strong and and as totally. accomplished. Do you know what I mean? And so I totally, get really totally. grouchy at the gym after my pre-workout mix that I'm that I'm um, sucking down. It's it's just I'm I'm like a whole different like person. I'm a, I'm a monster. Yeah, don't, I got, don't get I got to start with the bench myself, uh, especially because like my whole thing that I started. The only reason I really started lifting again is because I wanted to be able to. I I always been able to do two twenty five on the bench, but I wanted to be able to rep that shit mm. <laughs> and get to ten. And now I can do it. So, like, it means I can, you know, go up higher and shit. But, you know, I don't really need to feel like I need to go any higher. I like that. That's like what the NFL players rep in combine, you know? <laughs> so, I'm pulling out my I'm calculator. Happy. Let me see how much I do. So, so what I do um, rep wise is let me see. The, the bar itself is 45 pounds. Mm -hmm. So, I do that yeah. with a 35 on each side. I rep 115. You literally rep <laughs> twice as much weight as I as I bench. Thank I warm up much. at 135. <laughs> you what? I warm up at 135. <laughs> Is that a 45 on each side? Yep, yep, yep. I can do I go... that if someone's spotting me. I can only do a few of them. You know what I mean? Wow. But you also have long arms, which I've noticed for tall people, it's a little harder to bench. And I think it's the... Like my arm to chest ratio apparently is built for like a bench presser, uh, versus someone like you who might be built for other type of exercises. You know yeah, I mean? like getting on your knees and, and <laughs> That's what say, bend over or a hiccup. <laughs> I, I I think that also tall guys are worse at squats. I just can't. I, my form is horrible. You gotta go so much further for sure, for sure. And you have. You tend to be like lankier, so all that weight on you know a thinner bone is definitely gonna be tougher. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's definitely easier to be a lifter, especially power oh. shit when you're shorter like moi. So I'll take it. Uh, five eight kings, raise your fist up. We got this. Are you only um, five eight? Oh my god, <laughs> my mom's taller than you. She is. I met her. <laughs> 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 I was like, are you wearing heels, ladies? Like, no, these are actually flats. It's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> she looked like two kids on top of each other compared to me. You know, <laughs> when they yeah. sneak into a movie. <laughs> She's got the, the that that model physique. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, I and uh, talking of taking care of yourself, I went to the dentist this week for my. <gasps> How'd it go? Dental, my yearly cleaning and shit, you know, and a cavity check. And I got to say, I'm cavity free, but my asshole hurts. Uh, great times, though. Oh, uh, so jealous. <laughs> I really need one of those appointments. Can you refer me to your doctor? Stretching <laughs> now. now. That's right. <laughs> no, but it feels so good. Every time I go to the dentist, they're always like, wow, your teeth are so nice. Did you ever wear braces? And I'm, no, I never did. 
but the true story is that I was born with gap tooth. Like they went, my two front teeth, one went that way, one went that way. And I hated it. And this guy that was my mom's friend told me like the weirdest hack that totally worked. He's like, you know, if you ever just grab a Coke bottle, like, you know, the plastic ones, and you literally just stick your gap in there and start kind of like chewing on it, essentially. Just push it in a little bit. Not too hard, but just, you know, let it kind of thing. And you'll feel it starting to push in together. And you, and it did. And I did that shit. Like, it, start, it would feel good almost. And I would just do it over and over and over eventually. And like months later, my teeth were closed. So you close the gap in your teeth by chewing on a soda bottle cap or the bottle itself? The the actual bottle top itself. I wish I had a bottle. Meanwhile, I had braces for eight years and I'm sure it cost my family thousands of dollars. I even got my my jaws broken and reset and you chewed on a soda bottle. That's some to be, crazy to be fair, though, uh, shit. <laughs> to be fair, I was a pretty big kid, so I'm sure I also cost my dad thousands in Coke bottles. <laughs> <laughs> so, God damn it, it's been three months. <laughs> Carlitos, what's wrong? I'm hungry. Oh, God, can we take out a second mortgage? Not again. <laughs> <laughs> they yell to the village. <laughs> Release the animals. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even drink water for the first time until I was 17. It's like, what is water? (laughs) (laughs) They would just put Pepsi in an IV for me. (laughs) I think I can speak for most men when I say, we want to have better sex. And for the sake of our partner, we may need to have better sex, fellas. Because no one likes it when you bring a wet noodle to a barbecue party. Write that down. The issue is that over-the-counter erection pills contain unregulated chemicals, suggest unsafe doses, and include the risk of several other health problems. And who wants that? It's like those drug prescription ads where everybody's like sitting there playing volleyball at the beach, but they're dying of herpes. Not cool. That's why we partnered with our friends over at Joy Mode. Whether you're looking to spice up your intimate moments or increase your confidence in the bedroom, Joy Mode makes all-natural and science-backed supplements dedicated to helping men perform better across their core functions. Oh, yeah. The trademark product, the Sexual Performance Booster, is every man's solution for increased blood flow down below, firmness, stamina, and performance of your favorite friend. It's like a pre-workout before your buddy down below. And let me tell you, it works. And the best part, the product is totally safe. All ingredients have been assessed in peer-reviewed journals. All ingredients have been studied and researched in humans. It comes in a palm-sized little packet, like your favorite electrolyte powder. Just simply mix one of these bad boys right in with six to eight ounces of water, 45 minutes before sexual activity, and watch the magic unfold. Like, you know when you start blowing up an inflatable castle? It's sort of like that, but down below. But it's time to redefine your intimacy and go to usejoymo.com for 20% off with promo code FRATCHAT. Oh, yeah, that's 20% off and free shipping with promo code FRATCHAT at usejoymode.com. Ingredients with integrity, it's Joymode, baby. Dude, I, I'm, I'm drinking my colon broom stuff, and 
I haven't seen my stomach get any flatter, but I am pooping a whole lot more. And I didn't think I could poop more because I'm super regular. I poop all the time. But now it's like I haven't stood up to pee in the last like week because every time I go to the bathroom, I'm pooping too. Oh my God. Now, is that a good thing to be pooping that much? <laughs> I have no idea. I feel like I'm just pooping. I mean, maybe I'm just pooping water weight. Yeah, especially because you tell me your stomach's right back, right? bloated. Yeah. Yeah, water weight, you'll get it right back. But your stomach still feels bloated and you're pooping every 15 minutes. I don't know. It might be time to take a break on the... How long have you been taking it now? Two weeks. Two weeks? Mm. And so how long know. does it say to take it? A month. Uh, I really want to flat tummy now. I'll do anything. Anything. <laughs> wow, diarrhea for flat tummy. I mean, I guess the, uh, that is the Homer Simpson way, so I can't Dude, really hate it. And my shits are like powerful. Like they, when they come yeah. out of my ass, they come out with a force that requires zero wiping. <laughs> well, I guess it's a great thing to know that uh, with Simo's uh, column broom ass, uh, he doesn't need to wipe. But also, uh, thanks to Tushy, you don't need to wipe too. So <laughs> nice. make sure to go nice right now at hellotushy.com, H-E-L-L-O-T-U-S-H-Y.com and use promo code FRATCHAT right now to save 10% on your very own tushy because you'll save the environment you'll save a ton of tp money you'll save that booty hole uh and baby it just feels nice so get yourself your own tushy home bidet right now hello tushy.com the first time i used it i came Hiawatha! <laughs> no, one, no one touches like Seema like himself and Tushy. It's going to be on the shirt. Correct. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> In a third segue about poop, um, <laughs> we just have to keep this rolling for you. I have a news story for you, Mr. Mo. You have a news story or you have a new story about poopy? (laughs) Well, it's a news story. Okay. Heavily featuring poop. Oh, nice. (laughs) You know, it's it's like when when, Missy Elliott would release a new video and you're like super excited about it. Uh, But then you got featuring Busta Rhymes. It's like, whoa, this is going to be the best song ever. Uh, good times back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is sort of like that. This story by itself is, it is already pretty crazy, but then you add the poopy into it, and it's just... It stinks. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> Anyways, uh, hit it! More! There's a new... Uh, a lawsuit that was filed against WWE icon and former leader Vince McMahon <gasps> that uh, originally he stepped down from the company from uh, it involved him uh, making women sign NDA uh, NDAs excuse me uh, in exchange for 
sexual relations and you know employment and shit. Um, but this is one that one of these girls went public now with her own lawsuit. Uh, her name is Janelle Grant, and the lawsuit alleges that her and Vince McMahon met in not March of 2019 and was looking for a job after her parents had died. And then McMahon recruited her uh, to have sex with him and the company, uh, as well as other employees, including wow. the former uh, head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, who was named as a defendant in the suit. Uh, in the lawsuit, which goes on to uh, basically say that he was sort of a sugar daddy to her. He would buy her a bunch of gifts and shit, uh, you know, flowers, cars, give her a bunch of money. Uh, after the relationship ended, she did sign a $3 million NDA. So she got paid. And uh, now she uh, is claiming that she only got a million out of the three. So she wants out of the NDA. And she revealed some of the things that happened to her. And this is where the poop comes in. Uh, the suit states that in a May 2020 encounter, Vince McMahon <laughs> took a poop on her head during a threesome. He allegedly he shat on her head and apparently made her then continue blowing the guy in the threesome. <laughs> With like shit going down her hair, well then he went and took a shower, and then came back, and then they continued the threesome. Ew! If you were the other guy getting your dick sucked, would you be like, "Come on, man"? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? <laughs> we're having a moment here. <laughs> like I was about to finish. Now I gotta start over. God, plus it stinks. Ugh. Well, first and foremost, I support sex work. To me, yeah. sex if if I if I were to um uh go home with someone the next morning, he took me to brunch and paid fifty dollars. To me, that's no different than him just putting a fifty dollar bill on the nightstand for me. I'm like, hello. So I I first want to congratulate her for making a million dollars for doing what she had to do. Good for you, girl. Now, if you were a victim and these things were non-consensual, then then I'm sorry that happened to you. And I think you should be, um, you know, compensated for that. Compensated. Yeah. But, but, I, um, but this is a sticky situation. Also says that, that he allegedly forcefully used sex toys on her, including dildos he named after WWE wrestlers. Mm. Causing her ble bruising and bleeding. But oh, here's the thing. Good. But here's the thing. I think he's a sick fuck for the shit that you see in the suit. And I'm going to get into some text messages uh -oh. that he sent her. That uh, you can see that this guy has weird fetishes. He definitely has like a sex daddy kink. He's a cuck. He, he gets off on watching women fuck. Uh, it's definitely a control thing, for sure. But then this—I hope this never, this doesn't get me canceled or anything. But I do, you know, it's—it seems it's kind of opportunistic of this lady 
in this particular situation um, because she was getting like cars and shit, thousands of dollars, you know, like from doing nothing of a particular job. Um, and he apparently made it very clear that the job essentially was to fuck him. And she said yes. She just said no and walked away and there was no story. But she went along with it. Uh, it wasn't like it's like a, oh, I'm your boss, and then you start working there. And like, you know, the classic, typical sexual harassment where you get the job. Like Matt and Lauer. And then he starts. Right, 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 right. Exactly. This is, he basically was like, listen, there is no job. I'm just going to be a sugar daddy. We're going to fuck. She went along with it. And now she's asking to get off of the NDA, getting all this money. And you know why she wants to get off the NDA? Probably to write a book. And cash in even more. So it does seem uh, awful that this is the person that went public because I think she might be doing it for the wrong reasons. Uh, because there are other women in the original lawsuit that made him step down um, that we don't know their names and stories. So for all we know, those people got really something, something awful happened to them. You know, you know I, mean? it's I tough. feel like. If, if, um, what's his name? Vince McMahon. Yeah. If Vince McMahon was pounding that pussy with all sorts of toys and shit and tearing her pussy up in a violent kind of way that she wasn't down for, then I think That's she's that. deserving of a lot of money and a public apology and whatever she can get out of it. Um, but, no, he he denies everything. But go on, go on. If she, if if part of that NDA or the a contract agreement between her and him was that they're going to be doing some kinky stuff, and she knew what she was getting into and was paid well for it, then I don't, I don't know. You know, like um, yeah, it was a lot of BDSM stuff. It seemed like, especially you'll see. I'm about to get into these text messages, and you'll see like the stuff you want. It's like someone's bad porn search history. It's, oh, it's really All right, let's let's hear it. <laughs> and note, you guys know me. Uh, I I can't just read these text messages in the in the way of Carlos Garcia. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you no. can't read them. Like, well, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> You're all we got. I have You're to read got. this <laughs> as the man himself. Uh, Vince McMahon. So, no, these are, uh, I mean, it seems like they were his his text messages. He kind of writes how he writes or how he would speak. But he denies that anything was not consensual and that there was, like, rape or anything like that. Uh, okay. So, anyways, this is the first text. Uh, I love it! That's you, Janelle. You just can't get enough, can you? In the future, it's going to be so bad that you'll demand to be fucked twice a day and not just with a cock in a three-way. Why not let others see the beautiful voluptuous body and watch you shake uncontrollably when you come? They'll go out of their minds. Then... I'll find more friends and we'll tie you up so you're helpless. I'll direct them to have their way in any way they want. Who can make you scream the loudest? Maybe I'll just line them up and have them squirt in your mouth. 
your pussy, and all over your tits and ass, all at the same time. You'll be covered in cum. It will make you eat it all and taste everybody's cum. The next morning, you'll be a little sore, but you're still going to want more. <laughs> After all that fucking and over. <laughs> That's one of them. Ew, um, what's wrong with him? <laughs> yeah. And she's probably he's showing these texts to all her friends. She's like, look at this fucking weirdo. Yeah. And well, apparently he was like showing pictures of her and stuff to the staff and be like, this chick is a freak. Maybe <laughs> he's gay. Because sometimes I think that like there's a lot of guys who are who are like, uh, it's not gay if there's a woman present. Yeah, I'm I'm having orgies and threesomes with other men and we're naked with our dicks hard and touching each other, but it's not gay because it's a naked woman in the in the bed, you know? Right, right. <laughs> it's totally Vince and now McMahon. this is where you see that's bona dude this next this next text might give your theory a lot of a lot of credit actually he, he said uh re which means regarding your last picture uh re your last picture you need your panties ripped off and three big black dicks and all three holes at the same time way up in your pussy way up your ass as far as it will go but even further and the thickest cock goes down your throat, so it makes you gag and convulse <laughs> as those big black cocks pound away. It feels like from the start you're being assaulted, but it's made you come nonstop. Just conti continuous constant orgasm. And just before you pass out, those big black squirt their loads are come inside of you as you lay on your stomach the cum is coming out of all your holes i'll turn you over and check off all over you oh <laughs> he's so weird well maybe she's shaking uncontrollably because she's in pain or maybe she's shaking uncontrollably because she read his text aloud and can't stop laughing yeah right. it's weird that he thinks like this is like what's gonna make a woman like orgasm like just three dudes just fucking like I can imitate her <laughs> orgasm. It sounds like this. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. Thanks. That's true. <laughs> Vince, you're, you're so good, Vince. You are so big and good. Oh, I love it. <laughs> now who uh, house is this? Down. It's the McMahon Mansion. That's right. Thanks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Carlos Garcia here, coming to you live from the bathroom. That's right, I'm on the toilet right now. And that's because today's episode is sponsored by Tushy, and I can't get enough of it. In fact, in the future, people are going to laugh about how we used to just leave dirty poo-poo in our booty holes all day. Like, come on, man. Deep down inside, we all know that using toilet paper alone leaves nasty and smelling bacteria behind our butts. We know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. However... Tushy has finally made number two cleanup way more hygienic and better for the environment. In fact, you now can have a fresh stream of water, the same water as your sink or your shower, to clean up your booty after every poop. And Tushy's bidets are so easy to set up on any toilet. In under 10 minutes, you can set up your home bidet that will change your life forever. I'm not even kidding. This product is life-changing. And if we're being honest here, it feels pretty good too. How do I know? I'm using it right now. 
However, for a limited time only, our listeners get 10% off your entire order at hellotushy.com. That's right. Go to hellotushy.com, H-E-L-L-O-T-U-S-H-Y.com, and use promo code FRATCHAT for 10% off. It's time to get rid of those skid marks once and for all with Tushy. Oh, yeah. Uh, now for this next one, uh, this is where I told you he shared phones with pictures of stuff of her uh, to the staff, and uh, this is where he gets into that. And then we'll see some. Actually, we'll get to a response of hers. This is yeah, this this gets tricky. So he says, "I just passed my phone around to a bunch of guys on the tech crew. They were screaming, oh my god." She's fucking beautiful. Look at that ass. I'd like to get that. I paused to count out loud how many guys there were. Twelve. I then said, okay, there's twelve of you, and she would love to fuck each and every one of you at one time. The guys cheered, but she will only do it if she takes three at a time. That brought a huge reaction. She once went deep in her ass, one went down her throat, and one her pussy. And he spells pussy P-U-S-S-E-Y. So it's oh, pussy. No. He's a creep you can <laughs> And instead of you, he uses the letter U, which is crazy, because this is like a billionaire, but God. Um, one in the pussy. And you can pound her and keep on pounding her until you pop your load. She may scream and try to say no. This is where it gets weird. Although it would difficult, well, it got weird a long time ago. I shouldn't say that. Although it would be difficult to say anything with a cock down her throat. They laugh. I then said, "Listen, uh, no matter what, just pound away till you squirt, baby." These guys were having a blast with me. Some of them didn't believe me, <coughs> so I said, "You were the greatest fuck in the world, and no matter how much you get, you always wanted more." Then I said, she loves cum, baby. Baby, these techs, as we call them, were having the time of their lives listening to my truthful story. I then said you would take a 10-minute break between each fucking, but then you would get back on your hands and knees with your ass in there or say, okay, I'm ready. Who's next? LOL. I drove them wild, baby. Or I should say you drove them wild. Just imagine if this really happened, baby. How much cum would you have coming out of all your holes? <laughs> he has like a weird cum obsession, and Ew, he definitely so gross. Definitely sounds kind of gay. You know what? <laughs> I used to I used to think that he was kind of hot. <laughs> he's got a killer bod. Yeah, he's good looking, I guess. But now I think he is damaged. <laughs> yeah. I think there's something wrong with him, and I think well, he, he was kept off the streets. He was, and this is, uh, you say that without any knowledge, he was, as a child, apparently molested, I think, by his stepdad or something. Wow. Um, so you think hurt so, people hurt people? Yeah, who knows? I'm not a psychiatrist, but the fact that you say that without any knowledge, and that did happen to him, uh, you know, it's kind of a thing. Man, you um, need some therapy. Everyone should be... <laughs> forced to go to the therapist if you don't already go to therapy i think everyone should be mandatory i think that every job interview should be like okay um not only uh do we need a drug test but also a psychiatric evaluation because something's not right with them yeah but 
if you're forced to go to a therapist, doesn't it just become the rapist? Mm. See what did there? Therapist. I see the what you did there. And I I don't know if I would equate therapy with rape unless Vince McMahon. Plus, there's all these assholes to be like, Simo sounds crazy. Put him away. You know what I mean? (laughs) It turns out it's like your ex who's doing the testing. (laughs) 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 So, so, uh, if everybody has to do it, they'll be over. The system will be overwhelmed, and there'll be bad care. But can you imagine if your boss was like, "Hey, Carlos, hey, you want to come on over and have a party?" My sex slave is giving us all blowjobs tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I pay it pretty well. Uh, I'd be so I just gave her a BMW. Like doing that with a coworker. Mm-hmm. Now, note uh, this is going to be at this point, this is the last set of the conversation that, that I have that was released. Uh, he's going to try to schedule some sex with someone, with someone else. But this is her response too, in it, which you kind of see. She, I mean, she's she fully goes along with these things, which is where it mm-hmm. gets tricky. So it says uh, apparently, like I said, she was trying to. He was trying to schedule a sex session with the guy John Laurinaitis, who was uh, the head of talent relations at the time, and he was a former wrestler as well. Um, he said, exactly, baby. He's not the only one. Uh, he called me this afternoon begging to eat you and fuck you with his nice and hard dick. <laughs> and she said, give me another week, baby, and I'll be ready. I'm feeling more like myself. It's not great, but it's getting better. Tell him soon. I said, I already told him, baby. By the way, Johnny wants Tuesdays, but not this coming one and the occasional Saturday but maybe I can shift it to Thursday night. Johnny would like all of the above. Maybe he wants two other guys to join you with him. Uh, holy shit. You told him you would do anything with him. So if he surprised you with two others, you would have no alternative to take them on. OMG. The stories you could tell me then. It makes me want to come right now. By the way, I just thought of what I think is an excellent idea. Maybe you can hint that if he knows someone who can be discreet, it might be better if you and Johnny try him out first so he can get more comfortable before he's introduced to me. Actually, that makes total sense, doesn't it? (laughs) So yeah, I do think he's kind of gay. Yeah, yeah, Um, definitely kind of gay. Or like really gay. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. And actually, there is one more with her where um, uh, he says, those compliments will keep on coming, baby. Just wait and see. I totally understand and agree of being scared of communications and photos. Johnny gets drunk and sloppy and could easily make a mistake that could cost him his job and yours too. Verbal communication is the way to go. That said, have you and Johnny talked about breakfast tomorrow? She said, we haven't discussed it at all. It's up in the air. Johnny complained about getting a new phone and it just arrived. I haven't set up time to coordinate setting it up with IT because I need him to assure me that he's erased everything he's ever saved. Truly, I regret that he ever got pics. It's not worth the stressing I'm feeling. I'm done with it. So, this again, this is where it kind of shows that she is complicit. And Yeah, but maybe, you know. maybe he's going against her contract. Maybe she was like, listen, I'll do whatever you want, but don't record or document any of it. That's true. 
and then maybe uh, he went against the contract. He's a breach but of it contract. could also be that means money for her. That's right. And also, though, if no one else has evidence but you, you can paint the story however you want, and you can right. cash in. So it's a tricky story. Uh, to end it all, Vince McMahon did put out a statement. <coughs> did put out a statement. Um, let me just uh, read that. Stella, why are you crying? Uh, I think she is uh, quite sad at the Vince McMahon story. But he said, uh, I stand by my prior statement that Miss Grant's lawsuit is replete with lies, obscene made-up instances that never occurred, and is a vindictive distortion of the truth. I intend to vigorously defend myself against these baseless accusations and look forward to clearing my name. Um, so, and you know, this is a lawsuit. It's not, it's not criminal. So I don't know if I should say innocent to proven guilty. I don't know if the same standard of law applies here, but this hasn't gone to trial. So it hasn't been proven one way or another. Uh, lawyers haven't gotten involved yet. So we'll see how this pans out. But I think he'd say... In the least, he's like a big sex weirdo. Oh, totally. <laughs> he definitely needs to go to therapy. Listen, if she was taking multiple dicks at the same time all day, every day, she deserves some money. I really well, apparently she got a fuck ton of money. And she was under contract, you know, so uh, this is where it gets tough. Because she definitely yeah, but, was like I mean, I don't know living about, a great life. I, I don't know what the specifics of this contract were, but... If I had signed she up, she was essentially on the payroll, like as a high-end executive. So that means insurance and all the nitty-gritty after her parents died, and under salary, and still getting like money and like expensive gifts like cars and shit, which is obviously more than a salary. Yeah, uh, like, but if if her contract said that she had to do um, sexy time with Vince on the regular, that's one thing. But if, but if he didn't tell her beforehand that she would be, um, uh, like, gang fucked by lots and lots of people, then that's that's shitty. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder. I, I I get the sense that he probably a bru uh, uh bruised abused and potentially bruised uh her um willingness to do that's whatever. True. You know what I mean? That's true, and we'll see. That's also the thing. So far, we've gotten just what she's put out. Uh, that's a very good point. We have to see how this all <laughs> took a turn from him initially being like, hey, I'm going to give you a job. It's essentially going to be to have sex with me, and I'll give you money and shit, to, okay, I want to bring six dudes to fuck you in every hole and come all over you type of thing. And how much of it was... Him texting weird, kinky fantasies to actually doing shit, that has to be brought into court if I'm a lawyer. You know what I mean? Because he could just mm -hmm. be talking shit but not actually doing it. Um, I don't know. The crazy thing is she might have a ton of more proof. And this this, this, this is the thing. We're like, he had to step down from uh, the WWE merged with the UFC. And now it's TKO Holdings is the name of the thing. And he was essentially there as like a chair of the uh, of the board of directors for the WWE side. 
Um, now he has to step down. So, like, this could either make or break his life, essentially. Uh, well, I have a feeling this is the first of many girls to come forward. Get ready. Yeah, that's true. Because, like I said earlier, she wasn't the only one in the 2020 lawsuit that featured MDAs. But we'll see. At the same time, <clears throat> if he was doing all this shit with her, how would he have time to do it to the other women? So, Or his wife. Uh, <sighs> and, well, his wife, he's had affairs before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why his wife sticks with him, though. And she was actually on Trump's uh, Trump's cabinet and shit. Right. She was, she was like the secretary of commerce or something, uh, which is pretty fucked. Something. <laughs> that sucks. She got Hillaryed. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, that is the crazy story in the world of wrestling today. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen yet. We'll keep you guys posted. But Vinny Mac... <laughs> You at least need to go to therapy, buddy. I at least believe the text messages were sent by you. I don't, I don't know if she would, uh, you know, otherwise it's fraud. And, you know, this is the kind of thing that wouldn't be put out there. Um, they can trace so it. At least they can get to the tra- bottom of it. Totally. But uh, this does not look good for you, dude. That's fucking weird. <laughs> and shitting on someone's head. Come on. Ugh. That's I can weird. just imagine the conversation afterwards and him being like, why so sad? And she'd be like, you pooped on my, my head. Do you understand how degrading that is? You literally popped a squat on my forehead. My hair smells imagine like having to equal keep, matter. Having to keep giving a BJ while there's shit on you. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, she's Ugh. already gagging on the dick and now she's going to gag at the smell of I'm the shit. And you know he has a high protein diet with probably lots of fiber. Was, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a Absolutely. huge turd. Those some big nasty old man poops. Yeah. Uh, Ugh. Yeah. Gross. I gotta say, you guys, I was a little skeptical installing my own home today, but after trying Tushy, I'm in love. It was so easy to install, and my booty has never felt cleaner. And now I can say goodbye to days of phantom poops. You know, fat of poops. It's like the days where you got to keep wiping over and over, but somehow you can't get rid of it all. And like, you're just wiping for like 25 minutes. And it's like, oh my God, how can I get my booty clean? And it just doesn't happen. Those days are over. Plus, Tushy is not just good for your booty. It's good for Mother Earth. That's right. Because it's no secret that toilet paper is bad for the environment. Now, the Tushy Bidet also stays clean and hygienic with its patented self-cleaning smart spray. The nostril self-cleans before and after each use automatically. So you ain't got to do it anything. The buildup resistant design also helps you to minimize grime buildup and it even has an antimicrobial knobs. Oh yeah, stays clean all day long, just like your booty. Now, every Tushy Bidet comes with a 30-day hassle-free return and a 12-month warranty. It's risk-free to join over 3 million real pooping humans who have made this switch to a cleaner and more confident butt, including this booty right here. And now you too can get that fresh out of the shower feeling at HelloWithTushy.com. In fact, for a limited time, our listeners get 10% off your entire order when you use promo code FRATCHAT at checkout. That's 10% off your order at HelloTushy.com, H-E-L-L-O-T-U-S-H-Y.com with promo code FRATCHAT. 
It's time to back that ass up with confidence with Tushy. Anyways. Uh, I'll do anything in the bedroom, I think. But when it comes to doo-doo, that's never, where I draw the line. Never. I draw I the line with it. poop to yeah, make a, to make absolutely. a point. Absolutely. Um, I would literally fucking... Actually, yeah, I would sue someone. <laughs> it's like, excuse me? <laughs> ah! Now, I saw you just pick up your dog and put her on the couch. Is she... Is her legs too small to jump up on the couch? No, she uh, she can do it. But sometimes she get, decides that she wants to be spoiled and uh, get picked up instead. Oh. Well, Mario gets like that. I mean, he's like, pick me up. And I'm like, ew, gross. I don't want to touch you. <laughs> you don't want to touch me? I don't want to touch you either. How about that? Uh, that's right. <laughs> uh, and then I don't know what she's doing, but there she is. Uh, but anyways... It's time to get to it, Mr. Mo. Because we have a very badass episode, brother. Episode full of action, adventure, excitement, and poop. And fight. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> because this week we're going to talk about fight scenes, baby. Fight scenes in the movies that we love, that we'll think that you'll love. And no, we have 10 of them, but these are not the top 10 best, per se. These are just 10 that we love, because here's the beauty about this topic. There's so many movie fights that we can definitely, and we'll definitely revisit this again. But these are the top, no, not the top. These are 10 fights that we know you'll love in the movies. So you should check out right now. You're the Fresh Hat Podcast. Oh, yeah. That's going to get intense. And no, we have movies of a couple different genres in here uh, because the action world is not the only one that uh, <clears throat> that does this shit. So with that being said, this is going to be cool. It's going to be badass. Well, I just want to say and, one uh, thing, and that is obviously all the fight sequence in like the Born Identity, you know, trilogy are amazing. The same with the taken movies or uh the transporter like yeah i expect that i expect to be wowed with john wick fight scenes yeah of course but these <laughs> scenes that we picked are just three i'm sorry we're just 10 that speak to us um for various reasons and we'll get into it totally totally so uh anyways <clears throat> would you like to go first Mr. sure Mom? i'm gonna start with the lion king Oh. Even as an adult, when I see Simba and Scar fight to the end, I'm like, whoa. They they yeah. they do a callback to how Scar killed Mufasa. And so you mm -hmm. think it's not looking good. It's like, we've seen this before, Simba. Not looking good for you. And then... That's his knockout move. <laughs> you know, uh, there there's one, like, slow-mo where they're literally bitch-slapping each other. And then... Mm -hmm. um, uh, Scar throws uh, like hot coals at Simba's face and then ultimately what did Scar in wasn't Simba. He didn't have to get his hands that dirty because the hyenas ate Scar. Yeah. I mean, it was like a full-on brawl. You even got Timon and Pumbaa fighting bitches. I mean, everyone was it was a straight-up melee of fighting. <laughs> Is it melee or melee? 
Uh, melee, I believe. Oh, it was a melee of fighting. Brother. Uh, Yeah. And no, that was, I think that was one of the most intense fights as a kid uh, for me because seeing Mufasa die is just one of the most fucked up memories (laughs) that I have in life. The stampede was scary, and then they had a stampede in Jumanji, and I was like, "Why would you? Why would you bring that shit back? We're still recovering totally. from Lion King." Totally, totally, that shit hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just gotta keep calm and carry on, you know. That's right. That's right. That's what the cup says, uh, and I totally don't live by that. But anyways, <laughs> I'm first on my list. I'm going to go with uh, a movie that actually the sequel was announced recently and uh, it won't feature the original actor in it, but it should still be pretty good. It'd be directed by the same guy, really Scott. Uh, we got Gladiator. Or and, like uh, Elizabeth Taylor says, Gladiator! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I miss her. <coughs> now That's I'm going right. to howl. Oh! <laughs> Have you seen those videos of her? It's so yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Liz Taylor. But um, I'm talking about when Russell Crowe's Maximus uh, is in the Coliseum for the very first time. And he's fighting with, you know, he's got a ragtag group of uh, Coliseum slaves along with him. And he has to fight the like the emperor's people, and uh, you know this is, the odds are not looking good. But they don't know that the Spaniard, as they know him, Maximus, is uh, actually a fucking insane war general. So he's able to lead that rad tag group into victory, and it is bad ass. The fucking fighting is super intense. The stakes are high. Uh, they make it really seem like you could be either side. And in the end, I would see Maximus with his badassery wins. And uh, he starts building his reputation as the man in the Roman Coliseum. Uh, and building up for other awesome epic fights in the movie. Uh, this, is, this is one of those movies that's like an epic story, but the fighting is so goddamn good. So check out Gladiator. Is it so good that it's potentially Oscar worthy? Maybe. Uh, some might say, including the Academy, because it did win uh, the Oscar. Uh, so Gladiator. Gladiator. <laughs> so check out Gladiator, especially because the sequel is coming out. Like I said, uh, but anyways, you will not regret that movie. Do it. Do it. Well, kind of in the same realm of genre, I'm going to say every fight in 300 was impressive to me. But there was one moment that literally kicked off the film full of violence in the best kind of way. It was when the lead character kicked that Persian into the pit like a motherfucker. Ooh, damn. Totally. This is Sparta. Boom. Totally. That was sweet, especially because 
you know, uh, you're sitting there watching as uh, <clears throat> Leonidas is being berated by this guy, essentially mm-hmm. being like, who the fuck do you think you are? If you do not accept the Xerxes wishes, you will die, Leonidas. <clears throat> you will bow your head. Ah, you know, I mean, like, all this bullshitty, bitchy shit. Mm-hmm. And Leonidas is just listening. And then his wife is the one that uh, says something to the guy. Like, my husband won't do shit. <laughs> the guy's like, and then the guy steps up to his wife and says something. And ah, ah! that's just something you don't do. Uh, and that's what sets up the epic kick. And then all of a sudden, everybody else fucks up the other guys. And you just see them all getting thrown into this pit. Oh, yeah. I hope it's not their water supply, by the way. But <laughs> it seemed pretty deep. Um, that, that whole sequence... At the beginning of the movie, I thought to myself, oh, we are in for a treat. Fuck yeah. And, I mean, if you were from that generation where you watched that movie, everybody has recreated that this is Spartan kick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody. It's like the most legendary kick of the, of the 2000s, I would say. Uh, generation of movies. So, it's a good one. And that movie holds up. I actually showed it to Julie recently, too. Uh, it's still pretty good. Yeah, very artistic yeah. too. Uh, it looks very cool. And and, and you, you know. got Cersei from Game of Thrones. Heyo, that's right. That's his wife. That's funny. Who gave? It's got permission to kick that motherfucker. She nodded. <laughs> yeah, and she 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 kills it in that She's movie. Like, Do it. And it's funny because she plays Cersei's in Game of Thrones, but the bad guy in this movie is called Cersei's. Yeah. So it's 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 kind of confusing, but. She just, you know, different Cersei's from Griffin Show, but she's also in this, <laughs> and she's really good at this. Uh, and it's crazy because she's very likable in this, and she's such a hateful bitch in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, but likable nonetheless. I love watching her. I she's mean, so good. She's like... really good. She's really good. She's badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, scary lady. Anyways, up next for me, uh, I'm going to go with Happy Gilmore. Uh, and if this was on my list, fuck. <laughs> Such a good one. You snooze, you lose, bitch. And uh, this is the legendary fight between Happy Gilmore, played by Adam Sandler, versus the Price is Right host of the time, Bob Barker, legendary host, and uh, funny, funny man. And uh, the whole thing starts in a celebrity golf tournament where Happy is being playing awfully and it's costing Bob Barker the game and they're bickering the whole time because uh, Bob Barker wants to win and after you see happy is fucking it up and uh, happy ends up picking a fight with Bob Barker <laughs> and Bob Barker proceeds to whoop his ass <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're like trading haymakers and shit <laughs> but eventually Bob Barker knocks him out and ends it with the legendary line. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, rest uh, in peace, Bob Barker. If you had to pick one of the two, Bob Barker or Drew Carey, who oh. remains? <sighs> I mean, I would have to go with... I like Bob more than I wish he would have remained, but 
I wouldn't want him to still be alive now because then he'd be like 114 years old. <laughs> oh, true. But Bob Barker for me is always going to be the OG of Price is Right. Totally. Totally. No one can live up to him. Not even Drew. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I love Drew Carey, but I love Drew Carey in the Drew Carey show and in uh, Whose Line Is It Anyways? Like, mm-hmm. for me, it's tough to see him doing something else because he was so fucking good in Whose Line. And even though he was the host in that, he was still very funny and a great addition to the guys and, and would give them stuff to play off of. Um, so, you know, it's, it's tough to watch him in this, which is more of a, it's a passive game and there's, there's, you know, the wheel and stuff and all the spinning and stuff is cool, but I don't know. Just, I just think Bob was so smooth with it, you know? Oh yeah. It, it's tough to replace him. And with I, his I little know. microphone that looked like a, totally. it, it was like a, I wish I had that for stand up. I think it was crazy. Yeah. I want one of those. It made him sound so loud too. I'm like how such a little mic. Uh, but yeah, happy Gilmore. That movie holds up. And uh, a quick segue here. I actually just watched, uh, uh, an Adam Sandler movie on Netflix with his daughters. Um, what is it called? Blood the, Diamond? It's called Bat Mitzvah. The Bat Mitzvah. It's about uh, one of his daughters getting Bat Mitzvah, obviously, and like the whole thing. Uh, she wants it to be like this crazy, awesome party. You know, obviously the realities of what she wants versus what the parents can afford and stuff. But it's very cute. It's, it's very movie. funny. You recommend good movie. It? Adam Sandler does great, and the kids, the the daughters in it, or his actual daughter and his wife is in the movie too. Um, and it's very well done. The kid actors are fantastic, but it does take you back to like that, you know, being like thirteen period, uh, and how life was in those days. It was very well done, and it made me relate to girls so much. Uh, but it was very fun, very cute check it out do his daughters look like him one of them does the other one is kind of like a mixture between him and his wife but she's a you know very young but a little cutie um you would not think it took me a minute to see that it was adam sandler's daughter but once you see it you can't unsee it the other the older one you can totally tell that's adam sandler's daughter yeah she's like way she's like way more like him uh, but a great movie. That kid actors were fucking fantastic. I was telling Julia, like, damn, they're they're so natural that it doesn't seem like they're acting, which is great. Uh, so it really makes you feel like you're back in that time period of your life, uh, even though it's set in the present. But very likable, very funny, good stuff. Check it out, people. Is it me or does buying a sex pill at a gas station feel super awkward? You know, you're like walking around and uh, you don't know what to get. The guy's definitely looking at you, judging you with every step. It's super weird. Plus, then we got to talk efficacy. Does it really work? Because my buddy once bought a condom from a gas station, and now he has three kids, so you tell me. So it's good to know that Jomoid is not only backed by its users, it's backed by science, people, which goes to show that science can be sexy sometimes. Now, let me ask you something. Whether you're happy or unhappy with your performance in the bedroom, why not perform even better? Usain Bolt was the fastest man in the world, and he still wanted to run faster. So why not be an Olympic gold medalist in the bedroom, fellas? Because that's where Joy Mode comes in. 
Joy Mode Sexual Performance Booster is like a pre-workout, but for sex. It's designed to support erection, quality, firmness, and sex drives. And it contains clinically supported doses of ingredients like arginine nitrate, L-citrulline, Panax ginseng, and vitamin C, which is going to make your boy down below stronger than ever. Oh, yeah. Not only is this the only supplement you'll need in the bedroom, it also supports blood vessel support, cardiovascular and heart health, athletic performance, blood pressure, and general erection function. Plus, here are the game changers. All ingredients have been assessed in peer-reviewed journals, and all ingredients have been studied and researched in humans, so you know it works. And I don't know about you guys, but I'll never go back to over-the-counter drugs after trying Joy Mode. And psst. It's small enough to fit in your wallet and take it with you on the go. It's the perfect travel companion. And it's a powder, so you don't need to worry about it getting crushed in there. So all you got to do, fellas, is go to usejoymode.com and get 20% off with the promo code FRATCHAT at checkout. That's 20% off and free shipping with promo code FRATCHAT at usejoymode.com. Great sex solved naturally. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyways back to it what you got next mr mo well i'm gonna go with another comedy to piggyback off of you and uh this comedy is called the campaign yes it's got will ferrell and what's the guy's name zach gaffin and gaffinakis (laughs) wait try again let me see let me see you're getting closer (laughs) gaffinakis yeah there is an l sound in there a little earlier gaffinakis gaffinakis how do you say it? Now I can't say it because of the way you say Gaffinopoulos. it. Gaffinopoulos. Is it Greek? It's Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. He's brilliant in That's the movie. Right. He's so yeah. good. He's he's good in the he's hangover. Good. He's good in everything he does. His totally. interview. There's one that he does with Robert Downey Jr. too, where they're like going uh they end up getting stuck riding together cross country because Robert Downey Jr. like loses his wallet or something. And he's so weird. And Robert Downey Jr. is like a normal guy just trying to get to his, you know, the birth of his daughter. Yeah. Uh, it, it's so fucking funny. Like, there's one scene where Robert Downey Jr. is sleeping and he wakes up to the guy, like, to Zach Galifianakis, like, about to jerk off in the car next to him. He's like, I can't sleep if I don't, if I don't jerk off at first. And he has a little dog that is also like it's also his jerk off time because it's used to his owner doing it. It's so <laughs> it's so funny. Listen, so you have a lot the of movies dog. to catch up on. That's right. Well, uh, in the campaign, yeah. Will Farrell goes to punch Zach Galifianakis. Did I say it right? Yes. Galifianakis. But Zach Galifianakis moves out the way. And unfortunately, Will Ferrell punches the shit out of a baby. And I know there's not much of a fight scene, more so uh, like a sneak attack. But the guttural response that I elicited, you know, was stellar. So when I think of fights, I think of that baby took took a jab like a champ. That that was uh, quite the moment for me. I think about it. It's it's unexpected. Like no one, that's something you never would think you'd see. So whoever thought of that, very funny, very funny stuff. Well thought of. That's fucking comedy, baby. Uh, Yeah, that's a really funny movie. 
there's another scene in there where they're like at, they're talking in dinner time that's just legendary so oh that's the best scene but i have to yeah. i have to pee real quick i'm sorry i can't hold it <laughs> i've been well, dancing have you noticed the 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 screen was shaking and it's it's not Michael J. Fox leaning against my desk again. Oh, no, no, no. You don't have to bring that back. Let's go. Well, one of us was professional, you guys, and peed before the shoot. So I can just sit here for a minute and tell you that Simo uh, is not that guy. It was me. The one here talking to you. Then you listen to my velvety smooth tones. Oh yeah. Doesn't that sound good? I can make a ASMR podcast. Or, you know, I can make a sexy ASMR podcast. Oh yeah. Like for example, this is me with a rapper. Doesn't that sound good? Oh, yeah. And now this is me taking out joy mode. Oh, yeah. We are sponsored by joy mode, too. And I'm not going to drink it now. Get horny by myself. <laughs> but you can. Oh, yeah, you can. It's going to be awesome. That'd be super awesome. Because uh, I hope you know that you can save 20% and get free shipping on your next Joy Mode purchase. Oh, yeah. With promo code FRATCHAT. Oh, it's all natural. Make your will it feel nice. You can boogie all the time with your significant other. Yeah. And look at him coming back. The seal. Oh, God. Could you hear me in there? Uh, no, because while you were gone, I decided to make a little ASMR podcast. Oh, okay, good, good. I'm glad you made use of the time. To the I rest of you, door open and I was like, oh, joy mode? <laughs> That's right. Joymode.com. Use promo code FRATCHAT. Say 20% off. Free shipping. Uh, anyways. Have you used it? Yeah, I have. It was good. What did it do? Did it keep your dick harder longer? Well, basically, like, you know, you, you got to take it, you know, not right away. Like, if you're if you're going to bang right away, you know, you need, like, a good 40 minutes. It's, it's a good for, like, a good Netflix and chill stash, you know, where you can watch, like, half the movie. And it gives you time to, like, you know, get in the mood type thing. And uh, yeah, then it just it makes you, it makes you feel nice. <laughs> it really does get you in the mood. <laughs> That's good. That's I'm funny. afraid that I would have a boner that would last too long, and I'd be like, "Okay, go away now." Well, no, because it's not like Viagra. Yeah, you know? okay. it's like, it's just different. It's a different kind of powering thing. And no, I've never like taken like a Viagra pill, so I guess I can't relate the boners. But it it, it was more like a natural feeling boner. Like, it's just, you know, like when you wake up, it felt like more like when you wake up in the morning, you get in the nice morning wood that can fucking, <laughs> you know, if you run into a wall, you'll knock down a wall. <laughs> yeah. I know how that That's is. That's the most powerful wood the man gets an entire day. 
morning wood. Yeah. I think I think a good I think Joy Mode boner reminded me of like morning wood boner. Well, that's but you don't good. finish as fast. So that's good. My husband won't that's have good. sex in the morning. He, he can only do it at night because it because it exhausts him. When he blows a load, he's like a waste of life. He can't work after that. Really? You know, some people are like, they're like, I cannot jack off. I need, I need this for my performance, or I need this for the gym. I can't jack off. Yeah, I that's can jack different. Off all day, every day, whenever, anywhere. I mean, not in front of people. I do it in private, but like, I'm always ready. <laughs> I guess if I was going to a combat sports or something, you know what I mean? Maybe I would go by that rule. But for stand up, I don't think it. I don't think it affects me. I know a DJ who's <laughs> like, I haven't come and. I haven't like jacked off in a few days since I've just been so packed with with um gigs. I'm like you. You, you like, excuse me. You can find thirty seconds. You like yeah, so, some records? Yeah, like come on, dude. You're like it's a. It doesn't take that long to take care of yourself. It's ridiculous. Some people. Some people are lying though. Oh, I don't do that. Shut up. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I I shook your hand. I'm tight. I know how tight your grip is. You definitely do. <laughs> Hope you wash. <laughs> you sick, sick fuck. <laughs> but anyways, well, anywho, what's next on your list? I just I just said uh, when Will Ferrell punched the baby's lights out. Yes, that was good. Um, up next, I have a legendary one from 1999, right before Y2K, baby. This movie was like the best thing to hit. During that time, was it Mariah Carey's uh, glitter? That's right, <laughs> and it's Mariah fighting backstage with her agent about how much money <laughs> she was getting. <laughs> Where's my green tea and honey? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the Matrix, and this is the uh, note that there's it's it's like uh like 300. There's a bunch of epic fight scenes, and the Matrix has some of the most epic fight scenes ever all throughout it, but. This is the first one between Neo and Morpheus, with Morpheus is just starting to show Neo what he could be capable of in the Matrix. And, uh, you know, they're in a little dojo thing. It's a virtual dojo. And then all of a sudden, uh, you see Neo gets loaded up with a computer program in his neck. Well, all of a sudden, he says, Well, I know Kung Fu. And he knows Kung Fu in the Matrix. And he's, you know, Morpheus knows all kinds of different styles. So in the outside world, in the real world, Keanu Reeves is being loaded up with all this martial arts knowledge that he's now put into use in the Matrix against Morpheus to train. Mm. And holy shit, that back and forth. Um, for one thing, that it's crazy that this movie is now about 25 years old because... It still holds up so fucking well. It looks fantastic. It literally like made you think that these guys were bending reality as we know it. And it changed the world of movie fights forever. Like there were so many Matrix copycat movies after the fact. It even like brought a new film style and the way of shooting this movie that was not a thing before this movie came out. Um, so it, it revolutionized the world of action movies and, and sci-fi. Uh, but this fight, man, I just remember seeing this for the first time because I was a hater on The Matrix until I actually saw it. It was like, ah, it looks stupid. Man, how good can it be? 
And so I was like, no, nah, man, you have to watch this movie. And then I did. And then you went home, you and bent every spoon. That's right. <laughs> it just made me think. And it's one of those movies that makes you think, too. Because uh, it's like, what if we really are in the Matrix? How would we know? We wouldn't. You know, Weren't you so surprised years later at the age that Keanu Reeves is at um, that he was able to still kick ass in the John Wick movies? I know. Man, he's Man. a fucking beast, dude. And he's fantastic. And he does all that training for it, too. And like you can see him like at the gun range, like shooting, getting ready for it. And it's he's he's a bad man. Uh, but he's so nice. And note, uh, John Wick didn't make our list today, but I think it's one of the greatest action movies of all time. And uh it's not because we don't love it. It's just, you know, we just talk about the Matrix first, but it will be on the next time, obviously. Oh yeah, uh, we just have limited time. But the action movie, the fights, and all the John Wicks are fantastic. But the first one was another one that just completely like made my fucking mind explode. Uh, just seeing how realistic it is, too, in the sense of like, it's you know, it's sure he's fighting like fifty guys at once and killing them, which is you know a little action starry. But he's using real combat styles in the movie. Just like in the Matrix, which makes it cool. Uh, it's not like old, uh, like like if you watch, for example, the classic Sean Connery Bond movies, they're fantastic. But what doesn't hold up in them is the fight scenes. It's it's very much like Austin Powers says, like judo cha cha, you know, like yeah, you like they like hold their hands up like this, and like a guy will throw like a big swinging telegraph punch which looks awful and then sean connery will barely move and just chop him like very lightly and the guy goes flying like six feet over like it's awful meanwhile these like he's like using like muay thai and shit to like elbow some fucking dude you know <laughs> he's using like real like locks and stuff uh it's wild it's wild so uh john wick i'm gonna put it as an honorable mention the first movie because john wick movie. honorable mention Fuck yeah and uh, please, uh, script writers and directors out there, please never kill another puppy in a movie. Please. Oh, I can't handle man. it. I watched I the it. first time I watched the first one, I was like a couple of rum and cokes in. You know what I mean? And uh, when that puppy died. <sighs> oh, I was a wreck. <laughs> I could not. It was. It was. I think it was worse than watching Mufasa die. In oh the my Lion gosh. King. That one's up there worse. for me, because this was a real puppy, you know, not a cartoon. And you see this little cutie puppy, and then they, and the way they did the scene, and they made the little puppy like, ah, fuck me up. Fuck. But it's set the revenge. Like anybody who watches John Wick. And this is this was true for boys and girls alike. I've shown this movie to ex-girlfriends too. Uh and Julie loved it. Everybody gets behind the fucking ass whooping and revenge that comes after the fact that they kill this puppy. Especially because it wasn't just any regular puppy. It was the puppy given to him by his dying wife with cancer, who was the love of his life. And gave him this puppy so he could like love something in the world, and the guy like didn't kill himself, and of course naturally they kill that. So fuck the revenge that comes after. Everybody can get behind. Revenge so is 100% like happy to see completely him. justified. Totally, 
totally. So John Wick, we'll just put it in there. Fuck it. Number 11. <laughs> it's in there. We made it. Well, <laughs> what you got? The next, next one I have is probably equally as intense to killing a puppy. And this is from the iconic movie, American History X, which I was not allowed to watch growing up. And um, uh, there is a pretty intense scene that concludes with Edward Norton making this guy bite the curb before Edward Norton stomped his head in. Oh, yeah. Breaking his jaw and, and crushing his skull. And here's the thing. That was the at most first, intense I've ever seen. Yeah. And at first, you're kind of on Edward Norton's side, even though he's like a weird skinhead Nazi, because he's in there like sleeping in his house with his girlfriend. Uh, actually, no, he's having sex with her. Correct. Everybody else is sleeping. And these people break into his house with a gun to, you know, to, to fucking kill him. So at first, you're kind of like, okay, he's in the right. Uh, but then he goes out <laughs> outside of the property. And this takes a turn where, oh, no, he is not in the right. <laughs> this is fucked. And he takes the kid down. And he's clearly defenseless at this point. And he has a gun to his head. He says, you want to fucking fuck with me? You want to, you know, fucking fuck with my family? Put your mouth on the curb. And the guy's like, no, 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 you know, put your fucking mouth on the curb. And it is one of the most fucked things I've ever seen. And Ed Norton, the way he acted it, is so intense because then the cops like all show up and he's like in his underwear with his fucking Nazi tattoo and he's like puts his hands up but like if you look in his face he has this like weird um, it's almost like a smirk but it's very very mild but you can see it in his eyes that he is so happy with himself for doing this mm -hmm. it almost looks like um in the end of Psycho when you have Norman Norman Bates like in the end uh, when he's he's at this point in the cell and his mother is still in his head telling him like just mind your business mind your time they'll eventually set you free and he like smiles up to the camera and it like freezes on him and then it turns into like a crazy skull and it pants to black it almost made me think of that because mm. he just looks like such a sadistic fuck and then obviously he goes to jail and you know not to spoil everything everything goes wrong and he ends up seeing the the light that it's not cool to be a racist skinhead, but fuck. Woo! Watching that, that was that was a hard one. And at this at the point that I saw that scene, I had been trained to to watch like Scorsese films. You know, I watched Casino when I was a fucking kid, and watched Joe Pesci get beaten to death with a baseball bat with his brother when I was like a four year old. I had been trained to see some really fucked up. Spoiler things alert! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but good. Lord, this movie, seeing that scene, and they show it too. Like, they really, I don't know how the fuck they filmed that. Yeah, I mean, shit. it was graphic. It was very graphic. It was fucked. It was like so quick, but like, ooh, I can picture it clearly. Um, but yeah, that's a fucked. Good, good, good scene though. And the whole action to get there is very intense and, and cool too. The, the way the movie is filmed almost makes you feel like you're there. Um, so great work by everybody all around. You know what I'm looking forward to in 2024? Keeping my boys down below looking better than ever. And thanks to the good people at Manscaped, I can. And that's because... 
ladies and gentlemen, introducing the MVP of 2024, Manscaped's fifth generation lawnmower. It's not just a trimmer, it's your grooming sidekick. And equipped with two skin-safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top, and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires, uh, which is typically your balls. It's like having a personal stylist at your fingertips, or well, uh, wherever you might need it, like your balls. And did we mention it's waterproof? Because a trim in the shower is the only way to start your day. Oh, yeah. And for my men who want the full grooming experience, look no further than Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0. In this grooming kit, you will get the trusted lawnmower 5.0. Oh, yeah. Manscaped's ear and nose hair trimmer. And essential aftercare products with the Crop Soother Ball Aftershave Lotion and Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. Yeah, it's deodorant for your balls. But you didn't think you needed that, buddy. Well, your girlfriend or boyfriend definitely says otherwise. And as a gesture for the new year, they even threw in two free gifts. The Boxers 2.0 and the Shed 2.0 toiletry bag. Because they know good and well you're still rocking your boxers from high school. It's time to throw those ripped bat boys in the trash, buddy. And let's face it, resolutions might come and go, but a well-groomed you is here to stay. Thanks to Manscaped. And, of course, get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and get free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Because nothing says Happy New Year like a deal that leaves your balls and your budget feeling refreshed. Embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer courtesy of Manscaped. Anywho. Um, you got two left. For my next one. That's right. I have two left. And I'm going to go with one that... I'm going to take you back to the good old days of the 90s uh, action films. Um, and this classic is one that's actually, oh, well, actually, it's not in the 90s. This movie came out when I was born in 1988. And it's loosely based on a real guy, uh, the first American to fight in the international kumite, which is a, a tournament where you don't necessarily have to fight to the death, but it's kind of like an anything goes type thing. Yeah. I think and the movie is a Japanese sport. term. What's that? I think it's a Japanese word. Cause when I took, when I took karate, it was Japanese based and the event where it was like a free for all fight. And we wear these like big, huge foam vests and cups. Uh, it was called kumite. Yeah. And the, the yeah, I mean, was, it means combat. It means combat. Each other. Yeah. And, and Kumite just means combat in Japanese. But yeah, this tournament, it's like, it's anything type goes. And, the, you know, it's it's almost like a anything goes UFC. Like when the UFC first became a thing where there was like, you could basically do anything. It was sort of like that. Uh, but underground, very difficult to get in. You have to be a fucking badass to win it too. Um, and they didn't usually let Americans in. So very rare for him. A note, it's come out in later years that the guy Fran Duke uh, that this is based on may have exaggerated a lot of his adventures. Uh, but this movie is like, a, that's why I said it's loosely based on what it said about him in here. And it's Jean-Claude Van Damme um, fighting the bad guy. You played call him Jean-Claude and not Jean-Claude? 
Which I guess is Jean Claude, if you want to be fancy. So you say Jan, like from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> we got the middle kid here, Jan. <laughs> yes, uh, you're right. It's Jean. Jean Claude. For the we do have listeners in French, uh, in France and and Belgium, so I should say it correctly. Uh, Jean. So, apologies to uh, apologies. Uh, anywho, when he's fighting Chong Li, played by Bolo Young, who is one of the most badass, epic bad guys in all movies, but in combat movies particularly, he doesn't say shit in the movies other than at one point he says something like, I will end you or something like that. But that's all he says. Uh, he literally just like looks at the crowd with a sadistic look as they cheer his name, Chong Li, Chong Li. And he just goes like, <laughs> he just like wiggles his arms and looks sadistically into the crowd after he like fucking murders people. And he, the, he was a real life um, power lifter. Uh, and his son is actually still active in like martial arts and movies and powerlifting and shit. And, and looks Chong Li still alive? Like uh, he's still alive. He's older and not as jacked, obviously, but he's still alive and he helps the son a lot with his training. Um, but at this point of the movie, you know, Chong Lee's already been an established badass. He's dominating everyone, including Jan Claude Van Damme's buddy, who's then uh, another American in the tournament, who's another big guy, uh, who's just, um, you know, at the time he was, he was like, who's going to fuck with this guy? Well, Chong Lee did. And he ripped off his uh, his bandana and shit and was using it to taunt Jad Claude Van Damme. And his buddies in the hospital, they don't know if he can do it. Um, the cops know that Jean-Claude Van Damme is involved into this and they want to take him back to America. But he finds a way, damn it, to avenge his fallen buddy and kick Chong Lee's ass. And it's such a good fight. The whole thing is epic. Uh, the montage that is shown in it as well where, you know, cause this is the beauty of eighties and nineties fight movies. When things get tough, there's always an inspirational montage along the way for them to show you, uh, where it just pumps you the fuck up and gets you ready to kick some ass and damn it. This one does not disappoint. Uh, and eventually it ends with Frank dude, who's been blinded even in the fight. And you think, how the fuck can he do this? He finds a way to use all his training before him to kick Chong Lee's ass and finally put him to the ground to a shocked uh, international crowd. And it is epic. So check out Bloodsport. That movie still holds up. I've been meaning to watch it, and I might actually do it today because I'm dying to. But That's check a great out. movie. So good. So good. That was you know, though, I think Jean Claude Van Damme is kind of small in real life. He is. He's, he's not short, that big. Right? <clears throat> he might be he's a little taller than me um but not by much yeah, he's 510 so uh, so he's he's a little taller than the average hollywood actor i will say they're all about 58 actually like tom cruise is shorter than me but a lot of actors are about my height i was surprised uh, i i met um christian bale and he was tiny really well smaller than me i just i just feel like everyone on uh, he's probably 5'10", Christian Bale. He's, they say he's billed at 6'6", six, six flat, but... Eh. Nope, no way. Nope. Be. I was taller than him. 
Hey, you're six nice. one, right? I'm six foot. Oh yes, yeah, so no, he's lying. So I, I mean, to be fair, they probably give actors like an extra inch too, like wrestling, pro wrestling. They always give the wrestlers like an extra couple of inches in their height. <laughs> it was probably the same way. Uh, like let's see Johnny what it Depp says is small for. too. Yeah, how tall is he? Five ten. Let me see. Let me see what they say for Tom Cruise. Five seven. Okay, at least that's accurate. He's teeny. <laughs> well, um, I have one more, and I say the best for last. This entire franchise, each movie is jam packed with incredible fight sequences, uh, mm-hmm. and I love a good chick fight. Oh, I oh, love boy. when girls fight. That sounds horrible to say out loud. Uh, it sounds super misogynistic. But I prefer watching girls beat the fuck out of each other than dudes. I do because I think yeah. I think you that, watch um, women's UFC and you'll see some of the greatest fucking fights in the world. Like, I actually think girls. women are a little bit more strategic in fighting where like <clears throat> in movies they focus on a male's strength. Like they're they're focused on the power of the jab. But I feel like Uma Thurman and Daryl Hannah were so fucking scrappy as fuck. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. When they fought in that trailer with that black mamba snake squirming oh, yeah. around. And it was such a small oh, yeah. trailer and Daryl Hannah couldn't even. That's her name, right? That's who it was, Daryl Hannah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. she, she couldn't open up her sword because there's no space. Yeah. That was a great um, fight. She's the one-eyed bitch. Yep, and then she left that fight with no eyes. No eyes. Yeah, she throws. Is it when she throws the snake at it? Right? Isn't that what happens to her eye? Hmm. How does she lose the other one? Do you remember? It's, I remember something like that. It was something very. I thought she awful. poked it out. Oh yeah, she poked it out, and then she's like, ah! And then she leaves her there with the snake. Right? Isn't Correct. that? Is it, that's that's what it is. Um, yeah, that is. Such a good fight scene. And that movie actually does a little uh, kind of like the Matrix in the sense that they take they pay homage to like, you know, your classic Japanese martial arts movies. So the fighting in some ways, some of the things are added to it to to enhance in a way that might be a little unrealistic, but it's so fucking good. And the way that they do uh, Uma Thurman's character in it is so fucking hard you know what i mean like she's at her wedding and shit mm-hmm. she's pregnant with a goddamn baby and stuff and then in her quest for revenge she ends up being buried alive uh, they really do her bad uh so you see her getting revenge from all the people that fucked her ah god it feels so good and um daryl hannah's character black mamba is so good and sadistic and like she's hot but she's terrifying oh yeah <laughs> and when she shows up you just like it, it would like raise my fucking heart rate like just seeing her like oh man you know something bad's gonna happen mm-hmm. uh so seeing her get hers just feels so rewarding and good uh it's so good and even in the end you still feel kind of bad for her because now she's totally blind just screaming in pain with that awful snake next to her <laughs> you still feel kind of guilty for her even though she's the biggest bitch in the world uh, now if she so wasn't pretty work. would you still feel bad for her mm. 
That's tough. Uh, depends. I give leeway to people who are pretty. Were like, oh, what a crazy, crazy bitch. But she does have a nice smile. <laughs> My thing is, what a rack. Yeah, right. She has a nice smile. My my thing is like I think I always had a thing for uh, movies and scenes and TV shows because I've I've seen a lot where where the character goes blind by like having to pull their eyes out or something like that. Like that's like to me like so fucked that whoever it's happening to, I'm gonna feel guilty for. Mm -hmm. Like ugh, like that sucks. (laughs) That's terrible. But she already had one missing. You know what I mean? So now she's like totally blind. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. I have to see done by an uglier person and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, well, yeah, one uh, I'm last down. The best for last. This is also on my list. That's right, because ten, 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 Adrian. Of course. I gotta end things by getting the eye of the tiger, brother, and uh, mm-hmm. going along with Rocky versus Mr. T in Rocky Three: The Final Fight. <coughs> Everything about it is epic. Everything. Hold on, let me drink a little coffee. Cause. Mm-hmm. A little heebie-jeebie there. Um, heebie-jeebie? <laughs> no, no, no. I had something stuck back there. She said the heebie-jeebies were about to puke, so I shouldn't say that. That would be very <laughs> gross. <laughs> but you have Rocky versus Mr. T for the second time in the movie because Rocky already lost once. And this is the time when Rocky loses that his beloved trainer, Mickey, dies. And it's awful. It's painful. And Rocky has to has to go back to the drawing board and and realize that he's lost the eye of the tiger. He doesn't have it anymore. And who helps him find it? Well, his former nemesis, Apollo Creed, who is just a bad man himself. And um, Rocky learns uh, all the all the skills from Apollo to change up his game to go from just a brawler to at least getting some finesse and shit in there. And he's able to come back looking better than ever and take out Mr. T in one of the coolest goddamn movie fights you'll ever watch. Like, because the fight obviously starts a little more even this time around. Rocky is able to keep up with Mr. T. But as the fight progresses, Rocky starts getting mad at him. And then literally, like, you're getting to the end rounds and fucking... Rocky's just little Mr. T jab at him and talking shit the whole time. So come on, hit me, bitch. You ain't bad. Hit me. Come on, hit me. And he's just taking jabs and moving left and right. And you see, like, hit me, boy. You're not too come on. You that's all you got. And Mr. T's just punching himself out. And obviously, these are the things like Muhammad Ali that ended up Rocky uh getting becoming punchier, costing his career. But that is the real boxing technique that he took from from Muhammad Ali to put into his character. But at this time, you're seeing this guy, Clever Lang, who already used this punching power to put this man down the first time. And now the second time, this guy comes back with a fucking vengeance. And it is so sweet. It's so inspiring that even if you go to YouTube right now and watch that fight scene without any context of having to see the whole movie, 
you will still be fucking pumped when it's over. Like I, I watch that fight scene every once in a while when I'm feeling lazy and I want to go to the gym. I'll put it on YouTube real quick. Six minutes later, I feel great. I'm like, let's fucking go. It's so goddamn good. And this sounds like rising up back on the stand on this beat. Yeah, so good. Uh, and that's the movie that Eye of the Tiger uh, became a hit in. Uh, but I think that is the best fight in the Rocky franchise. And for me to say that is, you know, that's a, that's big because I love the franchise. I love, uh, I'll even watch uh, Rocky Five where he trains Bart Gunn. Uh, I even love the fucking street fight they get in at the end of that. So I got to give it to Rocky Three, though. I think it's the best one. And that fight scene in the end, whoo, it's good. Rocky Four is also amazing, but. Phew, Check out just just go to YouTube right now. Check out that fight and let us know what you think, Frat Chat Podcast. Because I'm telling you, even if you haven't seen Rocky Three, you'll love it. But anywho, uh, I feel like we've we just kicked a lot of ass. Kicked a lot. That of was ass. A lot of ass. Vince so much boo man eats a lot of ass, and we kick a lot of ass. <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, taken names. And shat on heads. <laughs> and that's how we're feeling here at the Frat Chat Podcast. Yeah. It's time to wipe off. Uh, so let us know what you thought of our epic list of movie fights. Uh, give us a shout out on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter slash X. Uh, check us out on YouTube as well. Where you can watch the show live and check out show clips and uh, all kinds of cool content. And give me a follow as well at Carlos Does the World. That's on Instagram. That's on TikTok. That's on YouTube, on Facebook, and Twitter slash X at Carlos Does World. Oh, yeah, Carlos Does World on threads as well. And you can give a follow to my buddy Simo here at chris.more.comedy on Instagram, on TikTok, and see more comedy on Twitter slash X. <laughs> so... It's time to roll, so won't you get us out of here? I motion to adjourn this meeting so I can go poop on someone's head. (laughs) (laughs) And I second phrase number two on his summer's head. <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll be back next week with another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Franchise Podcast. See you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.